Okay, well, it's good to see all of you tonight. We decided to change the venue and move it out here because we can control the temperature better. If it gets too hot or too cool, you just let us know and we'll, we'll take care. Um, so it's good to have all of you here this evening. And does it say up there? Yes, Gazette Newspapers. I always have to mention that they are our sponsor because they make this lecture series possible and they're a very good partner. Our speaker tonight is Andrew Policano. Dr. Policano is the Dean of the Paul Mirage School of Business at UC Irvine and he's the Faculty Director of the University's Center for Investment and Wealth Management. He was the Dean of the School of Business at the University of Wisconsin for 10 years and before that he reached the pinnacle of his career when he was the Dean of Social and Behavioral Sciences at Stony Brook. <laughs> <laughs> so, and so Andy and I, we know each other, we've known each other for a long time, and he's a, a wonderful scholar, an amazing manager, academic leader, and uh, it's really good to have him here. This is his new book, Public No More, A New Path to Excellence for America's Public Universities, and it's a very, very important message. So in addition to all of you in this room, it is being webcast live, and we expect that there are tens of thousands of people on the other end glued to their television sets uh, watching this, this lecture. Andy serves on the board of directors of, uh, well, I should say, before he came to Stony Brook, re we recruited him from the cornfields of Iowa. He had been on the faculty there, and then later the dean. Um, but since he grew up in Brooklyn, and he went to uh, Brown University where he got his PhD. But before that, he got his bachelor's degree at Stony Brook. So the guy from Brooklyn who graduated from Stony Brook, living in Iowa, even though this is called Iowa by the sea out here, you know, uh, it, was, it, was, it was a wonderful addition to the faculty and the administration at Stony Brook. He's on the board of directors of two public companies He's a member of the Investment Committee of the Orange County Community Foundation, the Ernst & Young Entrepreneur of the Year Selection Committee, the Forum for Corporate Directors Board Member of the Year Selection, and he's immediate past chair of the Board of the Association to Advance Collegiate Schools of Business International, and he's got a long, long list of, of awards, accomplishments, honors, and uh, it is really good to have him here. And we do have some copies of this book for sale if anybody wants to get a book afterwards. And I'm sure that Andy will be happy to sign it. So please join me in. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much, Jerry. And it is a, a great pleasure to be here and uh, kind of reunite with Jerry, who who was my boss when I was dean at Stony Brook. And uh, I'll never forget the conversation we had when Jerry recruited me to Stony Brook. He says, you know, Andy, you got to come back to Stony Brook. You'll get here, you'll love it, and you'll never want to leave. And then he left two years later. But what can I tell you about that? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think you all have, uh, have gotten to know and love Jerry as I do. But I've never seen anyone <laughs> with more energy who could do so many things all at the same time and do them all masterfully and yet be bright and awake every time you meet with him. So uh, it's just a great pleasure uh, to be here, Jerry, and, and to follow you out west to, uh, to California. Well, uh, this little project that uh, 
I want to talk to you about tonight is about, uh, about something about public universities. And I, and I just want to say a few words about the University of California, Irvine, which of course, as part of the University of California Ur uh, system, is one of the public universities that we talk about here. But to, to give you a little bit of an idea of what's going on, one of the things that amazes me, you know, anytime I'm walking across the campus and start talking with faculty members from around the campus and, and listen to the work they're doing. And we have faculty members working with stem cells that are actually curing these uh, unbelievable diseases or working on cures for them like diabetes or uh, working on spinal injury. You know, now we have a, a process that we developed at the University of California, Irvine that's used in emergency rooms right after uh, people are in car accidents and if we can get them quickly enough, we can avoid the paralysis that might come from a spinal injury. Uh, we're working on healthcare devices implanted inside your body. So any of you fans of Star Trek? If you remember well, bones would take the tricorder. Well, we're not that far away from doing that right now. And then the other thing, we're, we've discovered the gene in your body that prolongs longer life. How about that, right? So all these things are going on on the campus, just fabulous to be on a campus like that. And I always say, you know, if you're looking for the future, just look at what some of the things are that we're doing. And then, of course, uh, when you think about the fact that the university is not even 50 years old yet, and if you look at young universities around the world, as the uh, Times of Higher Education in London did, they ranked us number one in the United States, number four in the world for young universities, and that is incredible. And then in the business school, we do a lot of different things in the business school that I could talk to you about. But one of the things we do is we interact with the business community so frequently, and we do a program for executives who have about 15 to 20 years worth of experience. And, and this program competes with top programs in the country to draw these executives in. And when you think about who the top programs are, the Financial Times just did this uh, for executive MBA programs, you find the usual people who you might expect up there like Wharton and Duke and Kellogg and NYU. And then at number 10 is the Mirage School, so 10th in the United States. We're very proud of that. So that gives you a little bit of an idea of the University of California and the uh, Mirage School. And I hope you think of us as a way for you to get to know the university. So if you have any interest in the University of California, Irvine, you know, just contact me and we'll lead you to the right place on the campus. So come on over and join us. Anytime you're in Irvine, any things you'd like to know about us, let me know. We'll get you to the right place. So the project I'd like to talk to you about tonight is, uh, as Jerry pointed out, is a book that uh, a co-author and I have completed recently. And my co-author, Gary Fetke, and I were colleagues at the University of, of Iowa. And we did a lot of research together in macroeconomics and so on. And then in academia, what happened, uh, what happened to us is what we usually call going over to the dark side. So very early in our careers, we were kind of kidnapped and asked to run things on the campus. And then Gary and I kind of lost touch with one another. And about five years or so ago, uh, we got back together. At that point, he had just stepped down as the president at the University of Iowa. He was president of the university, 30,000 student university. And I had been deaning all those years. And we're sitting around over lunch and I was telling him about the budgetary problems we were facing in California. And uh, Jerry knows well how many times we got together and talked about the budgetary problems of the state of New York. And Gary and I counted together that we had almost 50 years of this academic leadership experience. And we realized that we had been in over 500 meetings collectively where the leadership of the campus had gotten together and, and the meeting would start with the state budget is in turmoil and woe is us, right? And what are we going to do on the campus because we have no money? And so we decided, well, shouldn't we take a different tactic on that? And shouldn't public universities now take a different approach? And instead of expecting this money to be thrown over the wall from the taxpayer, 
through the legislature from the state, that they become more entrepreneurial and take their destiny into their own hands. And so we kind of got together to do this. We decided to write an article or two, and all of a sudden, you know, Business Week published one of them, and then the Financial Times, so what Business Week did, and they asked me to write a piece, and then the Chronicle of Higher Education, which is the main rag in higher education, asked us to do something, and the LA Times.